And that was captured. Wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Dungeons and Dragon. Yeah. All right. That was all recorded. You did it. Yeah, we're recording as we speak right now. This okay. is we're on the podcast. Well, all right. I didn't expect that kind of low energy for the introduction. We're gonna we're gonna ramp it up. Okay, let's ramp it up. Get vamping, babes. Come on. All right. So welcome to another episode of Dungeons and Dragon. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, uh, the Noir Nigla. You can find me all over the internet as the Noir Nigla. That's Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram. Uh, also, please check out my website, The Noir Nigma. There's merch. Uh, help me. I'm Say poor. the tagline for our show. What the fuck? I was getting there. No, not you putting the promo before the show. Holy shit. Welcome to Dungeons and <laughs> Dragons. Dragons, uh, your weekly uh, source of all geeky news with a healthy dose of accountability. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> The way I was so hurt and offended. I was like, not you plugging yourself. Well, we were going to do introductions first and then introduce the show. I, when have we done that? I don't know. We don't That's have not, a structure. We should work on Girl, I'm afraid to change. Sorry. You really got me. I was so scared. Okay. Well, I felt victimized. Well, we're in the show now. Yeah. Well, once again, hola y bienvenido a Dungeons y Dragon. Uh, hola, soy Joy y hoy estoy con mi amigo y mi hermano. That's you in Espanol. Come on. You, I can't do the introduction in Spanish. I don't speak Spanish. Oh, Hola, well. mi amo Noir. Perfecto. <sighs> I decided. Buenos noches. No. <laughs> they don't need to know what time it is. But yeah, I just thought, you know, that's for our Spanish speaking listeners. <laughs> I just took you through the demographic of folks that are listening. And not a single. And not a single. <laughs> yeah anyway uh welcome to the show uh we we actually did something a little different in the sense that we asked you all what would you like to hear us talk about for this episode and uh, we got some interesting tidbits of course we're gonna get back into talking about wizards and the ogl Blah. Yeah, I know. It's not fun. Right, but before then, you know what we always do? <sighs> we have we... to do our house cleaning. Okay. We have to do our weekly roundup of where we've been since last episode. So you can go first. Well, you brought up the segment. Why don't you go first? Okay. Well, you guys, <laughs> I have been hitting the club so hard. Oh, we didn't expect that. Yeah, this is news. Because guess what? I'm well, so excited to tell you guys. Okay. So night one, I'm out at the club, right? Mm -hmm. I meet these two strangers I've never met before. They are so nice. They go, do you want to go to a secondary location? And I go, yeah, I love kidnapping. So I get, <laughs> I, I leave. Christ. And then, don't worry, I have a friend with me, so we're both getting kidnapped. And so they, oh, that makes me feel much better. Yeah, they call an Uber, so I get into a stranger's car with these other strangers we go to location number two please don't do this if you're listening to this don't yeah don't. and then they buy us jello shots and so then we take the jello shots we're dancing they go do you want to go to a tertiary location and i go yes and that is how i have made two friends they're an engineer and a doctor we have been cl clubbing for the last two days together and i've just been having a really good time i've been partying I'm still single. If you follow me on Twitter, you got to see a man on a date try to hide from his date to flirt with me while also being on the date. 
That'll be on my other podcast. <laughs> what? Do you have another podcast? No, but like, I, this isn't the Joy's Love Life Hour. That's, uh, oh, that's I'm another. sure people want to know, so you've already brought it up. So. Okay, so guys, guess what? <laughs> uh, here we are. Here we go. There's like i just know this guy and so he sends me a snapchat because i posted on my snapchat my location because once again i'm easy to kidnap and <laughs> you've got to stop advertising that <laughs> and so he's like oh my god i'm where you are like let me i can see you which is a scary thing to say don't yes. ever snap me saying that you can see me he's like i'm gonna come up to you and then he does oh, and then he's no. i'm like hey what are you doing here and he goes oh i'm just with a friend we're catching up and i'm like all right odd but then he describes that he and the friend went out to an arcade and now they're out at this club together and i go this friend is a woman and this is a date which is confirmed because he went rambo mode and decided to introduce the two women he had been trying to keep apart and me and the girl instantly are like how do you know him and she goes tinder and i'm like oh my god is this a date because i'm a spy i'm good at getting information out of people because i ask and that's she, not spy crap you know what okay keep going yeah and she tells me she's like yeah and because i'm nosy at this point i love the chisme i'm like oh my god how's the date going and she goes i think it's going good i'm sorry i hate to interrupt you love the what the chisme that's spanish for gossip oh okay and so Are, is this gonna be a thing all episode where you just randomly start speaking in spanish see okay because the two strangers i met puerto mm -hmm. rican oh okay. so i've been using my spanish all weekend oh, okay. so yeah the girl tells me that she thinks the date is going good but i in my head know the date isn't going well because the man she was on the date with was uh telling me are you from tennessee because you're the only 10 i see but i keep it to myself <laughs> because i'm because <laughs> i am not trying to get fought in the bar and the girl so you're in the middle of two people's dates right now like i'm in the middle of their date fully i am there in their date yeah and then i was in the middle of the puerto rican guy's date too but like uh -huh. that's that's another drama for next week but yeah so i'm in everybody's date everybody's business and you know what i do you guys instead of saying a single thing i got a malibu pineapple and i threw it back to shakira's new song about her ex-husband which we will talk about later on in the podcast because that's do we good have tea. to we do this is good tea okay but what have you done this week while i am living my paris hilton fantasy uh, <laughs> nothing as exciting um i don't think uh i've just we've just announced that i'm in the cast for uh clear skies perseverance which is a uh star trek uh actual play that's being sponsored by star trek online and modifius and cryptic the, uh, the company that puts out Star Trek Online. So uh, I'm, I've just been binge-watching uh, Picard, Lower Decks, and uh, Deep Space Nine. Wow. Yeah. That is so cool. Did you have a Malibu pineapple? Uh, <laughs> no, but we, we, we have a drink uh, in, in, in my apartment that me and my partner put together that's real good. Uh, it, it is a uh, shot of rum chata and a shot of Kahlua together. What do you call it? Um, well, when you add a half shot of uh, fireball to it, we call it the cinnamon roll. Oh. Uh, but uh, when when it's just the Kahlua and the rum chata, it's more of like a donut. Yeah. It tastes real good. Oh, because I had one of those. Yeah, it's this, real good. The cinnamon roll that you made, I got that at the at the bar. It was called a cinnamon toast. And I need you to know it did it tasted just like a cinnamon toast and I had too many. 
Yeah, it's real good, and that's the problem because you you because then you're you're on your third one, and then you lose your friend that you came to the bar with, and then you're scared. <laughs> yeah, then I uh, then I linked up with the old friend of mine from high school. Oh, is it the one I know? Uh, Dre, yeah. <gasps> Stop. Yeah, we uh we hung out. I'm gonna uh, start crying. Played some music. Uh, did like a little jam session and then play Tekken. You didn't uh, while, invite me while getting super high. It was like a spur of the moment thing. It me. was a spur of the moment thing. You don't want to hang out with me again. It's like when you hung out wow. with Trey in high school and I was allowed to hang wow. out. Wow. Okay. Uh, the next time I'll invite you. <laughs> we tried to do it more. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Start crying. <laughs> I, I got so hurt. I'm like, I thought Dre liked me. I Holy shit! Okay, so on to the, on to what the podcast is about. Right. Uh, we we have gotten some wonderful suggestions from folks about what they like to hear us talk about. Uh, right. So I figured we could start going through some of those topics. Yeah. Um. For some reason, um, <laughs> werewolf. Uh, werewolf feels our buddy on Twitter. I really want you to educate me on more fanfic terminology. Okay. Uh, I, I think there's a couple of people that have been wanting uh, a return to this segment. <laughs> Christ. I don't fucking know why. Okay. But uh, so I, I, if if you have any more fanfic knowledge to give me, I guess this I is have, the time. I have a ton, unfortunately. I, I, I know. Okay. <sighs> so are you familiar with like a bang? Like if I said the energy drink. Oh, I love those. But no, like if I said, <laughs> oh, I'm taking a part. In, I'm taking part in the 2023 Deku Fick Bang. No, but uh, on the topic of Bang, uh, you <laughs> can use the Bang energy drinks to kind of recreate the original Four Loco. You can just buy Four Loco. Yeah, but it's not the same. Okay. They changed it. Yeah. I don't. You were too young to remember the original Four Loco. Yeah. But that shit. Dude, Ruined let me be lies. so real with you. The <laughs> first time I ever had Four Loco, like, you know what? I actually can't get into that story, so never mind. Never I remember mind. when the Four Locos originally came out, there was the Four Four Loco challenge to see if you could drink four of them back to back. Yeah, and did you die? Did people die? I, I did not die, but I it, it was one of the times that I got my ass whooped. Yeah. The hardest at a bar. Dude. dude picked me up and the whole time he picked me up i was like god damn i'm being picked up yeah and then i saw a pontiac grand dam yeah approaching my face quickly and damn. i'm like oh i'm being thrown into a car right and like you know after i was thrown into the car the dude was in my face like what now what now i, was, I had nothing to say but man you you thoroughly into a car you thoroughly beat my ass yeah, just now like, congrats. You know, good, good on you man like i was really talking shit just now right. you really you really put me in my place. So, yeah, sorry. Uh, no, let me go back to this bang conversation. Not the thick one, but this one just to get it over with. Because I thought about the Four loco thing, and I thought, I think there's one thing I can tell you. After a certain amount of drinks, I have, like, latent, insane party girl tendencies. <laughs> like, I'm not, I'm typically very rational and educated. But after a certain number of drinks, my mind turns off, and I am Britney. And, like, so the first time I ever Spears? had. No. Just oh. she is the head of her sorority, and nothing can stop her. <laughs> you just have an altered identity when you get drunk. Yes, yeah, like she's she fears nothing. The first time I had a four logo, I like leave the dorm room I was drinking. Why in. did you name your drunk persona? She Brittany? she can't be me. <laughs> she can't. 
<laughs> she has to be someone else. She had to be named far from what I got. Okay. And so I like leave the dorm on drinking, and there's like a group of like athlete students smoking a cigarette outside, smoking cigs outside my dorm. Mm-hmm. For some reason, mind you, I don't smoke cigs and I don't like them. I walk right up to them and I'm like, "Can I hit it, <laughs> girl? For what?" <laughs> I don't know these men and I don't smoke cigarettes. And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, oh my God, thanks. <laughs> what the fuck? God. I like, that's my problem too. I get drunk and I start traveling. Like, why am I at, at location number four? But anyway, thick bangs are like when a group of people in a fandom come together. Thought I escaped. And they decide, like, we're all going to write fix about generally the same thing all for a week so that like that tag on AO3 is now filled with a bunch of different fix with the same themes. Okay. Um So it's all everybody writing fan fiction about the same franchise or something like that. Not even think even more specific. Like I do the Jason Todd 2023 Summer Fic Bang and it's all Jason Todd fanfics and we might even agree on certain prompts like some, maybe some of us write about him going to the beach and some of us write about him with ice cream. Summer themed things for the summer themed bang. Yeah. Okay. Another one. <laughs> are you familiar with when you list a ship, sometimes the names are switched and sometimes people are very particular with what name goes first and what, what name goes second. Do you no. know why that is? No. <laughs> sometimes the way you denote a fic can also reveal like who's topping if it's a sexual thing okay so that's like <laughs> all right don't don't act like you're some blushing virgin no i'm just i just the whole fanfic thing it's no let's it's, talk about this let's get into this what are your thoughts on fanfic and why do you feel a certain type of way about it i i i, I don't i don't know like there's some aspects about fanfic i just inherently what are those like. what are those aspects though I feel like fan fiction is directly responsible for Harry Potter staying as into pop culture as it has been. Well, I just think that's fundamentally not true. Oh, okay. Well, fuck you then. No. (laughs) Because in that case, there are tons of, like, things that have a comical amount of fan fiction but don't have nearly that same amount of presence in media and culture. Gontrov. There is oh no- come on! Gontrov has Gontrov was trending for like a week or two, and it doesn't even exist. Exactly, that's what I'm talking about. There's no source material, and the effect it had on society is gone now. But why are there still is so it many? Though? Yes, there's a TTRPG based on Gontrov. There are actual plays. Is that it are based being- on Gontrov, or is it based on the concept of absurdity and Dadaism? Let's think about that. I didn't come here to think. <laughs> I got you, bitch. I didn't come here to think. I think in this area we are in, in our society and culture, the uh-huh. highest form of comedy is absurdism. Okay. And I don't think Gontrov is the source of that. <laughs> I hate this conversation. All right. What else What else do you have for me in terms of fan fiction other than uh, bang banging? No. <laughs> I told you about Bang. I told you about the ships and how they're denoted first name, last name. Um, I don't know. Is there anything about ship culture that you are, or like fanfic culture that you've seen the outskirts of, but you're not positive on, or maybe want more details? I, 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 no, I, I like, I'm, I respectfully, I have no interest in it. Which is fine. I just, I don't know. Like, it, it just, it's, it's, like I, I appreciate the usefulness of it. We've gotten a lot of 
good writers from it. Mm -hmm. I just... I need you to know, on some level, though, this is insane to me. Because, like, to me, fanfic and all of the role-playing you do, same thing. We're taking existing concepts and ideas and making them do what we want them to. Uh, That's where I would argue with you, because we're creating original characters and original stories. You do that in fanfic, too. But you're you're not making original characters, are you? I need you to know that in some of the ways that I've bastardized the characters from Haikyuu, my friend online and I literally refer to them as ROCs. Um, first of all, I <laughs> Tsukushima from Haikyuu, mm-hmm. canonically, he's a six foot two ish guy that plays volleyball, and that is it. In my fanfics, oh boy, is he gay, polyamorous, and trans? Yeah, that's not Tsukushima from Haikyuu. <laughs> no, I just like liked the bones of the character and then I did what I wanted (laughs) and then tons of times there are characters that you just invent there's an entire Danny Phantom character that doesn't exist in canon fans took one like background drawing and they were like let's give him a name and a job (laughs) 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 I just I don't know maybe maybe one of the patreon rewards because we are working on our patreon yeah I have to take way more whole picks before we can. You gotta stop. You gotta stop. <laughs> Nobody is showing cold for our Patreon. Why not? What if it's stop. what the people want? <laughs> First off, just... stop saying showing hole. I, I, I hate that. The people are literally banging on my door demanding to see your hole. Like, no. <laughs> First off, which hole? And second off, why? And third off, no, they aren't. They are. They're like, when is... And I'm like, I'm trying, you guys. I'm begging. No, listen. I can make one promise, and that's this. Nobody involved in Dungeons & Dragons will be showing hole for our Patreon. Someone's going to show a nip. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody's showing a goddamn thing. I'm, you know, listen... I'm a businessman. If the people want to see your nip, I'm giving it to them. Could you stop pimping me out? That's Listen, not what this podcast is for. Let's not even lie. Half of the appeal of this podcast is in the fact that people want to see your nip. No one wants to see my nip. God. Fine. Next question. Next segment. Christ. I can't believe this. <laughs> um. Let's see. Well, the next the next thing we've got is uh, someone says, uh, and this is Caleb Wade uh, over on uh, Twitter. Caleb is uh, at Caleb is uh, Black 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 Caleb B E L A K B E L A Black. How do you say that? What is I, that? I'm guessing Black. What? <laughs> Caleb is Black. Caleb Congrats. is Black. Congrats, Caleb. Uh, they say, well, with Joyce recent foray into Persona Five, maybe a segment where y'all talk about your favorite video games. Uh, or what you've been enjoying recently. So uh, I, I, I'm down to talk about this. Yeah. How, how's Persona treating you? Persona's really good. Um, I love the art style. I love how combat works. It's very me. It is so me. The story is cute, too. I love it. Um, in terms of the video games I enjoy, I am either a cozy gamer or I'm sad. <laughs> so I'm playing that game on the Switch where you unpack things you just like unpack as if somebody's moving um and that's really good for me mentally i play animal crossing until i get too overwhelmed and anxious and then i have to stop 
Um, but then also, I'm very big into those games that you say something completely inane in conversation, and then it's like she'll remember this. <laughs> uh, like uh, like Walking Dead. Type yeah, shit. L.A. Noir, Heavy Rain. Oh God, L.A. Noir. Too bad we'll never get another one. Jesus. Uh, I've been I've just been playing Red Dead Redemption. Yeah. I finally I finally got into Red Dead Two. And uh, not any of the RP servers, but just the game itself, the story mode. Yeah. I've been having a good time with it. It's, uh, it's fun. I, I'm gearing up to play Mass Effect on stream Ooh. Uh, after I finish Red Dead. I can't play Mass Effect in front of anybody. Wow. It is such a horny experience for me. <laughs> it, well, it's a horny experience for everybody. That's why everybody plays it yeah. online. I'm like shaking and crying. Like, <laughs> I don't, like, I feel sick. <laughs> I'm so overwhelmed. Uh, yeah, but yeah, that that's mainly what I've been playing. It's been a good time. I've been I've been cowboying it up. Yeah. Um, uh, I play Overwatch. If anybody's Ugh. curious, Ew. shut the fuck, fuck up. Overwatch. I'm a widow main, which I think is funny. Disgusting. <laughs> you know what? Say what you want. I I hate Overwatch. Listen, I hate Blizzard, but yes. I am also gay. So <laughs> that doesn't excuse you. Oh, so we're silencing black voices. Oh, here we go. Well, aren't you the one that said you ate at Chick-fil-A last episode? Uh, 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 who drove me there? A gay man. That doesn't excuse it. How was, what was I supposed to do? Tell a gay man no? So I'm supposed to silence gay man voices? No, you can say, oh, I'll eat at McDonald's. I'm not going to make him drive to two different locations. It's his car and his gas. <sighs> Disrespectful. Am I the asshole for demanding my friend take me to a different restaurant instead of just eating chicken? eating hateful homophobic chicken we were gay and the man in the drive-thru giving it to us was also gay there's no way you could have known that there's no way you could have known that you want to know how how i saw him at a particular club he is gay (laughs) the things he was doing (laughs) he was gay okay so uh (laughs) i think the big topic that we got a lot of people asking us about no let's go through more questions before i listen getting into this heavy thing is gonna make me want to punch bricks <laughs> well it was it wasn't the ogl thing. Oh, okay what was that but no no thing? since you since you want to cut he me off me. he yelled at me everybody he yelled at me <laughs> <laughs> he called me names i didn't call you names. you everybody heard him <laughs> you all heard that uh, the second part of Caleb's question was, with everything going on recently with Watsy, a reminder that games can be fun, uh, could can be fun and could be fitting other than D and D. So, like, what other games other than D and D do you enjoy? Like tabletop games or yes. just games? In- oh, <laughs> um. <laughs> And, uh, so this is a buddy cop type of podcast uh-huh. where you're the tabletop guy and I'm sexy. <laughs> I'm sexy rogue. <laughs> like, okay, well. So in- I've only played Dungeon and Dragon. I'm try- Once again, Vampire the Masquerade, my phone is on. My DMs are open. I'm waiting for that kiss on the cheek. <laughs> well, for anyone that's interested in my answer to this question, uh, I am a strong proponent of Pathfinder. I've been getting into that lately. Uh, it's been extraordinarily fun, not nearly as crunchy or inaccessible as people have said. Uh, highly recommend if you're able to jump into a Pathfinder game to do it. It's a good time. 
Also, Urban Shadows is another fun game. Still waiting on getting everything for Urban Shadows 2. But uh, Avatar Legends, uh, I just got everything from my Kickstarter for that. So uh, uh, looking forward to running a few games in the Avatar universe. Ow, you just threw bricks at me. I, I threw the Avatar Legends dice at. Uh, Let me recommend uh, things you can do that aren't tabletop games so you can do them, and they're okay, fun. Okay, here, <laughs> here you go. Okay, so I really like escape rooms. Uh-huh. Um, I like to go into comic book shops and walk up to whoever's walking, like whoever's working, and then I just like to ask them, what what's something you would recommend uh, to someone that likes, and then I insert whatever I like. So I said that I was into like zombie stuff mm -hmm. and they gave me some zombie comics. That was fun. I like Do doing you that. recall what comics? It was the DC one. Oh, DC uh deceased. Yeah. Yeah. That so was I, an interesting run. It was <laughs> it was a trip. Um <laughs> I recommend looking at the days when the museums or anything by you are free and then I like to walk in there and be a menace. <laughs> How how does one be a menace at a museum? Oh, I'm so glad you asked. I regret it instantly. <laughs> I regret asking this question. Go ahead. Um, so, like, maybe other people can't do this, but I know a lot about very hyper-specific things. So I like to basically become a tour guide to anyone I force in the museum with me. Um, it's kind of like, so that way they don't have to read. And then I get to info dump about something I'm passionate about. You guys, welcome to Joy's plugging the fucking museum. <laughs> you should go to the Field Museum. And if you're there. If you're in Chicago. And you're in, no, even if you're not, come travel. <laughs> come see me. <laughs> uh, Quit telling people to come find you. What the fuck? I didn't say find me. I said see me. Like, they How are they going to see you if they don't come find you? I, I don't. Why do you hate when I find people that can find me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to save you from stalkers. Listen, anyone that listens to me, I love you all so dearly, but I don't think any of y'all have the attention span to stalk me. <laughs> now you're don't challenging take it as a challenge. Them. <laughs> now you're challenging them. They aren't gonna do that. Y'all are chill. We've got somebody listening all the way from New Zealand. Like we don't need <laughs> to test the globe. <laughs> it would be fun. Hunger okay. Games. But no, no Hunger Games. <laughs> you have to defeat each other to get to me. Oh my god. <laughs> don't turn our community into Highlander. <laughs> there can only be one but anyway in the field museum you get to see my favorite exhibit and it's called the lions of Savo and I love them so much because they are two male lions that did not develop manes and more importantly they killed a bunch of people for guess what no reason uh, aren't, aren't those the folks from uh uh, 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 the movie um, Ghost of the Darkness. Yes, that is them. I love them so dearly because it's a scientific marvel. They didn't have to hunt humans. There was other food available. I, they just were malicious. They were angry. They were vengeful creatures. And I'm so passionate about that. I think that's Slay. <laughs> so yeah, try to go to your local museums, history museums, art museums. Get to see really good installations. Or play Pathfinder. <laughs> I I guess that's a great, great uh, uh, what's it called? Um, uh, great way to bring it back to the original question. I appreciate that. No problem. 
co-host of the fucking year. I will. I would. I would say all that. <laughs> you guys hear this, right? How mean he is to me. I did. Wow, that's mean. Yeah, you didn't say it was a co. You said no. Nah, you would never be a co-host of the year. Oh. Stupid bitch. I, I was did. like, what? The now you put words in my no, mouth. No, everybody heard you say it. Okay. Well, there's there's uh, another question we got. Why the hell encounters are balanced for a party of three or four when all adventure league leveling planning and balancing is planned? For parties of five to six, how can I make a totally balanced monster in Watsy's eyes via rules, but it proves to be over and underpowered in playtesting? Uh, I can tell you now that Wizard's official challenge rating system is thoroughly broken. Uh, the key to making a balanced encounter is lies. Um, you remember that your players don't know the stats of your monsters because as gm you have free reign to change alter or completely rework a monster to your lore or to your benefit uh and just have an encounter and when you feel that the party has done well enough call it say you know hey how do you how do you want to do this uh, or or whatever your gm tagline is for when somebody beats the monster Okay, um, I'm going to weigh in on this okay. as a professional. <laughs> I've been DMing for a very long time now, zero years. Okay. Zero that's months very, and zero that's, days. That's very long. And uh, I'm an expert in all things tabletop. I've played so many games, Dungeons and Dragons for one, the only one. So I think the answer to your question would be um, do whatever you want. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. Literally, like, my DM, my bestie Josh, the love of my life. Oh, sorry to dox you, babe. Um, <laughs> Y'all pretend you didn't hear his name. Um, <laughs> it's not like you gave a last name. Right. <laughs> he is my DM, and I think he's so slay. Because sometimes the we as the party will do something, and he didn't expect it. And he will just out loud be like, you know what? We're just going to vibe. We're going to vibe, and I'm over it. If you're over it, work. And then we just keep going. Because at the end of the day, games are to have fun. Period. That, that's a really insightful and good answer. I like that. Thank you. I have one good thought every 20 minutes. I, I would like for you to mention the fact that I just complimented you. I Thank you. You're, I compliment you all the time. Do you, though? Yeah. I, I Where would I be without you? Oh. I'd have <laughs> my leg would be broken. I think <laughs> that's the one consequence you can think of. Like, because I need you to know. Sometimes I'd be like, I'm gonna do some stupid shit, and then I go, oh, he would be so mad, and then I couldn't go like film the podcast, so I can't do that with my three flight of stairs and my narrow ass stair stairwell. Literally, yeah. I need you to know that half of my motivation for not breaking my legs is the fact that I need my legs to drive. <laughs> To get here to record this podcast, why, why, that almost makes it sound like you want to break your legs. I, you know, not both. Definitely one. <laughs> Just to see. All right. Well, there's another topic that has been uh, extraordinarily popular in what? the TTRPG space. Yeah. Uh, which is uh, fish blade. You know, I think it's cool to those that are out of the know. Um, fish blade is like Goncharov in that it does not exist well, but in our imaginations well. until people made it exist in real life. It is a game with no dice. It's narrative in nature where you and a group of people control one fish with one knife. Yes. 
And uh, it started off as a joke uh, at the expense of Wizards with this whole OGL thing. I think the original post was like, great, now that Wizards has lost its goodwill with everybody, uh, we can start getting more people into playing Fishblade, uh, a, a TTRPG about a bunch of players controlling one fish with a blade. And uh, TTRPG Twitter uh, has come up with rules for the game have come up with stack stat blocks for Fishblade uh, as a monster in 5th edition. Uh, they have come up with stat blocks for the Fishblade monster in a bunch of games. So if you want to play as a Fishblade, there are rule sets for that. Uh, or if you want a Fishblade in your game, uh, you can you can do that now. Uh, and the original post was by at uh, Thomas underscore Violets on Twitter. So... Uh, Hey, yeah, Fish I Blade. actually played a game of Fishblade, and believe it or not, no, it was heart wrenching and romantic. <laughs> Halfway through the game, the fish dropped the blade and instead picked up a rose and proposed to the woman that he had been keeping apart because he thought was it a woman or was it a uh, was it a lady fish? It was a lady fish, obviously. <laughs> well, you, uh, he had been trying to push her away. He believed in toxic fish masculinity, so he was like, "No, my dedication is to the blade," and. He grew. He found himself and he realized he didn't want to fight in the fish war. There's a fish war. So we're adding grand backstory lore to why this fish has a blade. Well, in our story, yeah. Like we were like, he has the blade because he has been conscripted to fight in the fish war. And he believed that it would make something of himself to become a general in the fish war. And can you tell me a little bit about the fish war? I'm so glad you asked. So, okay. <laughs> the fish war, it's um it's a war between the smaller fish mm-hmm. that aren't, you know, naturally predisposed for survival. Right. So our fish was actually um like a salmon and in the fish war there were some fish that have things that make them you know, prime survivors, eels, because they're electric. Mm-hmm. Swordfish, they come with sword, believe it or not. They right. are the They, they automatically get proficiency with sword. Yeah. Um, <laughs> octopus, because they have tentacles and can open shit. But our fish, you know, he didn't have that. And so just he, a salmon. He was just a salmon. He had to study the blade. He had to study the blade. He <laughs> literally swore an oath to the blade to protect oh, those. Oh, so this is a paladin fish blade. Yes, he had to protect those that could not protect themselves. <laughs> okay. And he turned to the clownfish that he loved, um... Guppy, and he said, Guppy, baby, I have to leave. I have to go to the Marianas. And she said, No, no. I'm just waiting for the worlds to merge where we get fan fiction about Fishblade now. Yeah. I am so proud of myself for digging my heels in. <laughs> I was going to see how far you were going to go with it. Yeah, no, it was crazy. Um, he actually lost a fin to um, oh, a swordfish. He's a wounded fish blade. Right, and he cauterized it with the strike that came from an eel. Mm. That was very good combat on our part. Okay, yeah. yeah. the team w- was really working hard for it. Mm-hmm. And you know what? He managed to swim back upstream. Yeah, that's a compelling story. Thank you. I am so lonely. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really... Uh... I really don't know what else we can say about fish. Wait, at this point, that's what it is. If you guys want to take the like, if you guys want to play a game of fish uh, blade with me, um, I mean, be careful what you say because 
there are rules. You people can now play Fishblade. I mean, I played it just now. I made up this entire narrative. <laughs> I'm obviously clearly too good at the game. Oh my! God. I hope you guys know. Like, I'm actually sponsored by the company that published um, Fishblade. I'm one of their featured creators. Are you? Yep. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, we'll we'll have I'll have to ask about that. Yeah, I'll see if they can like get you on their like list, their PR list. Their PR list. Yeah. It, it's I'm pretty sure it's an indie designer that made Fishblade. They still have a PR list. Small businesses can give PR. They sent me a cut of salmon last week. <laughs> yeah, it's uh There is a Fishblade 20, 2023 game jam uh where people are writing Fishblade role-playing games that you and your friends would play. Uh, and it's being submitted into itch.io. Itch.io. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm down to play Fishblade whenever. Um, I'm good at it. Oh, I need Lord. the narrative highs and lows that Lord. are being scripted to the fish war. Oh, my God. All right. Well. Waiting for my fish husband to return from fish war. <laughs> I'm... I'm I, I think I've I think I've had as, as much fish plate as I can <laughs> for the moment. See, you're not. You have to commit to the bit. I you got to lean into it. I, listen, this all happened so subtly, uh, and it's and it's stemming from the wizard stuff, which I'm still exhausted with. Yeah. Okay. Next question. <sighs> next. Uh, that's real. Okay. Could y'all talk about the? Uh, this question comes from. Uh, Costo uh, McGee, I'm so sorry if I'm pr- mispronouncing your name. Uh, they they say, could y'all talk about this nonsense about if you cast a spell in the same location for a ridiculous amount of time, it becomes permanent for some spells. Where the hell did this? Uh, where where the hell did that idea come from? Oh wait, I know. And then they put a picture of a clown motel. What does that mean? Like, is that a thing you can do? Uh, it, in some games, I know in Pathfinder you can. I know in D and D three point five, there's the permanency spell, which essentially, if you cast a spell a certain number of times throughout, like a month or maybe even a year, yeah, the spell becomes permanent, and it's for things like sanctuary or like a uh, 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 a glyph of warding mm-hmm. or something like that. It's can I be mean for a minute? Of course you can. Thank you. I think <laughs> that is so stupid. Like <laughs> that is so fucking stupid and it's one of those stupid ticky tacky nitpicky annoying ass things that like if someone wanted to do that in a game that I was playing, I'd start bullying them out loud at the table. Like you fucking <laughs> you can't go around threatening to bully people. Okay, cuz like you know, let me do the voice of the DM I think would do this in my head. Okay. It's like, okay, if you want this spell to be permanent, you have to remember once a week in-game to cast it here. Uh, You only casted it three times in the last three months. It's not going to be permanent. And it's like, dog, after I play this game, I work for 12 hours and I eat chili dogs at night. Like, I don't... (laughs) I don't have time to well, keep up with this. It's more, it's 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 a utility for GMs to be able to have their bad guys have layers that have magic traps and things. You know how you could also get away with this? If you're playing the- with bad bitches? How? Okay, so this is me as the cool, like, swag Chad DM. You... <laughs> Don't ever fucking say that again. This is for the base DM. Oh, God. Oh, my God. 
so you approach the lair and you can already sense a bit of magic and then my my squad my players because they're sexy and smart would be like can i investigate and i would go hell yeah and they would investigate and they'd get a 20 and then it'd be like you can tell that this place is warded like there's nothing you can do and then you're playing with fellow based people and they'd be like well he said it's warded and there's nothing we can do and you move on <laughs> because you're based and fucking cool Instead of being like, I need a justification. Why is his lair awarded? Motherfucker, I'm the DM. I said so. My dick is huge and I'm cool. But uh, there, you, there, there is some usefulness into having these features written into the rules themselves in case the players get a hideout or something and they want to emulate what they saw done at a bad guy's lair right but like, i mean like are your dms not cool are you guys playing with people aren't, that aren't cool well yes like Stop. we have a whole segment on it on morning ritual uh the that guy segment there are a lot of gms i know out there on that... my show evening incantation like <laughs> <laughs> we also have that segment it's called omg not him <laughs> First off, you not gonna rip off my show, you motherfucker. What do you mean, rip off? I came up with Evening Incantation myself, and the OMG Not Him segment is also new. I hate you so much. My God. But, like, let me be so real with you guys. I know some okay. of you guys, like, do it for money, and so, like, these are your coworkers and not your homies. And let's address that, and let's remember, I said what I fucking said. When you're playing with people in a paid game, instantly you are coworkers. That's the bot. If you're right. homies, you're also homies, but coworkers. Anyway, like, I know that you don't have to like everyone that you play with, but right. if you're someone that's just playing recreationally and your DM is making you fucking miserable and fighting you tooth and nail on shit like this, simply leave. Simply play with someone sexy. I will DM for you. I'll figure it out my fucking self. Okay, well, I want you to be ready for the DMs you get. When, uh, when when this comes out because people will ask you to GM for them. And I need them to know, I gave a warning last episode, didn't I? How do I DM? Here is how I describe my NPCs. He is so fucking thick. He <laughs> is, quite frankly, you, stacked. Your GMing style can't be just thirsting over your own NPCs for three hours. I am hours. so lonely. <laughs> so lonely. <laughs> stand it all right we've danced around it enough yeah let's talk about the agula <laughs> let's talk about wizards in their ogl um the last time we talked to you uh we talked to you about the leak that came out from one linda uh Bega. <laughs> did you just did you just say linda Cobega? yeah Bay, I I would like to put in a formal apology. <laughs> I want you to know this is going to be the clip I use. It should be. It should, I am so sorry. Why don't y'all just date our respect professionals? <laughs> <laughs> respect journalists. They do hard work. Listen, I I've done everything they're I was the, supposed to. They're on the bottom floor. I put out the call for somebody to date your ass. They're on the front lines. You saw the people that were interested. I should be done. I should be free. No, you're not. You have to do follow through, like in golf. What the fuck am I? So 
What do you want me to do? I don't know. <laughs> if you don't know, how am I supposed to know? You know what? Side tangent, because we have so many of these anyway. Okay. But you saw that I tweeted my brilliant idea of a dating show, but uh, a nerd-themed dating show like The Bachelorette, right. where you have to complete complete nerdy challenges to win my heart. Now, at this point, because I have that pitch out, I have to stay single. <laughs> how about I run a one-shot? Yeah. Where p- players are playing for the hand of the prince. <laughs> yeah. Yo, that would fuck. <laughs> and whoever wins gets a date with Joy. Yeah. Let's fucking go. <laughs> Winner gets to go to Olive Garden with me. <laughs> One free trip to Olive Garden. You laughing. I might just do it. Dog, let's go. I think it'll be funny. Oh, jeez. All right. The OGL. Yeah. Last time we talked to you, uh, we were talked to you about the leak that came out from Linda Codega. Codega. I listen. <laughs> Respect <laughs> professionals. <laughs> and uh, uh, now we've heard from Wizards th- themselves. Uh, first off, in response to the leak, they said that the leak that came out was just a draft, even though they sent it to third party uh, uh, content creators for them to sign. So a lot of people here not really believe in that whole it was a uh it was a draft thing, but that's neither here nor there. Um it what we what we'll be talking about today is that they proposed a new OGL, OGL one point two, uh that has some changes in it and uh don't love them. But I don't I don't I don't I don't love it. Um I'm pulling it up right now, but uh, off the rip, some of the things that we don't like about, one of the things that I don't like about this new OGL is that um, it, Wizards is using the excuse that um, VTTs are a little too close to video games, Mm -hmm. and by VTTs, I mean virtual tabletops like Roll20 Foundry, Shard, uh, One More Multiverse, and Tailspire, and the like. Uh, they think they're a little too close to video games, so they're saying that VTTs are no longer allowed to have animation. So if you cast a spell on Roll20, there can't be any special effects that show what the spell might look like or anything of that sort. Uh, animations also include things like dynamic lighting, showing what your character can see if they have dark vision and don't have dark vision, that sort of thing. Um, Ever since COVID happened, VTTs have really kind of taken over because people can't, you know, play in person as easily or as often as they would like to. Uh, And so this is really, (laughs) this is really, uh, unfortunate. It feels as though Wizards is stifling creation and progress with VTTs by putting this limitation on them. Uh, and one D and D they've pretty much already exposed is going to be heavily VTT centered, uh, but with Wizards tabletop. So uh, it's it's clear that Wizards is getting into the market of virtual tabletops in that putting this rule on third-party 
VTT makers is stifling what they can do while Wizards has free reign to do whatever they want, which is really unfortunate. So that's my main gripe. Um, do you have any thoughts? What are like the positives though? The of the walk back because you shared your gripes, but we do want to note the difference that was made between their original statement and this new walk back. <laughs> well, okay. A couple of the positives of the new OGL. Um, they're saying that they're adding a lot of core rule mechanics to the SRD, which would allow people to use these core mechanics more freely. However, these were things that people could use already. So it's kind of like them going, hey, here's a thing for free that was already for free and not really at risk of no longer being free, but we're giving it away, which is a little disingenuous to some individuals. Mm -hmm. Um. Uh, one of the th one of the hard lines that people have had is that they want the OGL to be irrevocable uh, and ongoing. And Wizards has said that the stuff that we're giving you for free is going to be irrevocable. We can't take it back. But then there's language later on in the OGL 1.2 that would allow them to take things back if if Wizards finds you to be um, posting content that they don't agree with. Mm -hmm. And they're saying that they need to do that to avoid people making racist games or to avoid making offensive material. But it's Wizards saying this, and Wizards has come out with offensive monkey material. Monkey people! Yeah. Monkey people so that were slaves. So Slave monkey! <laughs> Jesus Christ! Right. So it's they're like, we want to make sure that we're the arbiters of good content and good faith. And it's just like, how can we trust you to do that when you've come out with... Slave monkey people that are slaves. <laughs> yes, essentially. They escape on the boat. Yeah, essentially, yes. Yeah. yes. <laughs> Slave monkey with your boat to freedom. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, yes, yes. So... Uh, uh, another positive on this OGL and the messaging around it is uh, the tone is much better. Yeah. Like, they actually apologized. They hired me for PR. But <laughs> I mean, it, after a week of silence, it's kind of. Right. Okay. I have my thoughts, I think. Okay. Let's, uh, I'd love to hear them. Because I am on Twitter. So I've seen the general hubbub about this. And I've also seen a lot of people. Uh, let's start up top with my opinion. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say that a lot of this is legalese. A lot of this um, is stuff that not everyone is well versed in. And I think first things first is that if you're not a lawyer and you're not proficient in that, maybe take a step back from trying to parse through what all of those words mean right. and what all of that means. Not Don't fear monger. Uh, especially because that's a lot of what I've been seeing, which is fun because I'm also not a lawyer. Uh, but even I have seen someone make an egregious statement based solely off of the fact that they were misunderstanding something. Um, and getting able to like being able to see people in their replies being like, I am also mad, but that's not what that means is a miracle. Um, so I would say that up top. 
uh, I would say that the concerns that people have are valid for sure about um, l leaving themselves open to be censored by Wizards of the Coast. Like that is so real and true. Um, at this point, though, I do want to know what people want. Like at the end of the day, what is the end game that people are looking for? Because I think what's happening now is people like seeing this and being like, this is a step in the right direction, but it's still not what I want, but still not saying what it is that they do want. Okay. Well, on that front, what people want and what they're not, I don't think they're going to get is that they want the original OGL to be left alone. Oh, that's not happening. The reason that they want that is because um, in the original OGL, it pretty much alludes to the fact that it's going to be left alone. Mm -hmm. um, uh, I'm going to quote Arcane Library. You can find them on Twitter at, uh, at Arcane Library. Uh, I think they put it perfectly. The OGL 1.2 still contains all the deal breakers. It now also contains the words irrevocable as promised, but with a redefinition that makes the license rev uh, rev revocable all the same. These are false concessions, smoke and mirrors, the same old tricks with a new coat of paint. This is worth repeating from a comment I made below. I agree that we should all participate in the survey, but I suspect it's also a way to divert our feedback into non-public avenues and tap down on the bad PR. Our best bet is to remain vocal both publicly and privately. Uh, I, I think that they put it pretty precisely. Like, yeah. Uh, we want the original OGL to be left alone because people built their career on the promise of it not being changed. Mm -hmm. The language in the OGL says it won't be changed and now they're changing it, right. <laughs> you know? So it's just like, there's a lot of people right now saying like, what does everybody want? What does everybody want? Everybody's just complaining and nobody's saying what they want. They're saying what they want, which is that the OGL 1.0 existed, created a promise that it won't be changed, and people acted on that promise, and now it's being changed, which is revoking the deal. <laughs> like it's 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 a it's Hasbro, it's Watsy breaking a promise that they made all the way back in uh they made all the way back when the original OGL was written. Uh, me personally, I want the language of the VTT completely removed. I don't think that anybody benefits from third party virtual tabletop developers not being able to make their software better. <laughs> like I I think I think this whole idea that VTTs could be confused with video games is utter bullshit. Nobody's going to look at a game on Roll20 or Foundry and confuse it with Baldur's Gate, you know? Yeah. Okay, I've been looking at some IP stuff right now mm -hmm. as how it uh, applies to this. Um, and the, see, and this is one of those things that's been getting to me because people taking where it says that it's irrevocable... Um, it just doesn't and the, like they're a company, right? Right. Their capitalism is real. Yes. <laughs> Their main goal at the end of the day is to make as much money as humanly possible. 
Okay. And with the current state of actual plays and people making money off of Dungeons and Dragons, they're clearly not making as much money as they could be, you know? <laughs> yes and no. Like... Like, I hate to be the bad guy. I, l- I hate capitalism. Right. And I hate companies. But at the end of the day, I kind of understand what well, what they're doing. Oh, I, you know? Know, I, I get it, too. It, but it's kind of like Crayola going, hey, you made a masterpiece with our crayons and made billions of dollars off of, like, a crayon painting. We should get some of that money. Like, that's... Yeah, it that's for sure sucks. That, that's not how that works. It absolutely sucks. I'm just more thinking of do they have the legal precedent to do this? And my whole thing is like if they do, they do, and that sucks. And like fighting them is good on this if they're willing to cave. It's just at this point, I don't think they're gonna give up ground. I I I think it's in the the space's best interest to keep their foot on Wizard's neck. Definitely. Keep Um, fighting, keep pressuring, but at the end of the day, diversify your interests. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Um, I I will say this much, though. Um, Hate to throw the baby out with the bathwater, but... (laughs) Fuck them, Fuck them, kids. Um, But no, like, I I get it. I I get it from both sides. Um, And there are, uh, of course, with any, any discussion where there are multiple takes... There are extremists on both sides. Yeah. There are the Watsi extremists, which I think um, they, they, you know, there, there are people who are who have been employed by by Watsi, who have remained silent on everything, but like you know, the bad actors who want to see change from wizards. Yeah. Like nobody should be picking out an individual that works at Watsy and making their life worse. Right. Like nobody that works at Watsy, no one person that works at Watsy is making all this shit happen. So like if you're going to community managers or designers or just people that are collecting a check and you're like sending them death threats and like fuck yous and all that kind of stuff. You're a scumbag. Go fuck yourself. There's a better way to Girl, do this. It is Dungeons and Dragons. Right. Like <laughs> fucking relax. On the other hand, I think that there are people who have been employed by Watsi who are like who haven't said anything about what the company is doing, um, but are quick to speak up on like, hey, this isn't the way to make change. And I, I I think like if you're only coming to the defense of a billion dollar corporation, shut the fuck up. Like, like, I think I am the one true neutral in this situation where I'm like, it is awful that people have built their livelihoods off of this. And now they're having that ripped under them. But unfortunately, Wizards of the Coast has the legal precedent to get away with it. So it's in like, we're not exactly sure about that, though, is the thing. Um, I think this is going to go to court. Uh, Paizo is stepping up to uh, take care of the legal fees mm-hmm. uh, once this does go to court. And I'm not exactly sure Wizards is completely legally in the right with some of the stuff that they're trying to do. So we'll see about that. Yeah. But till then, till it hits the courts, till somebody's been served. 
keep your foot on their necks. Keep you know, <laughs> like if you're if you are upset about this and you're a Dungeons and Dragons person that this affects, definitely you know cut them where it hurts. Take out your finances. There's no more no more giving them money. Um, and then if you are the Wizards of the Coast people, I recommend as always maybe walk it back. Maybe walk it back. Um, I understand trying to maximize profit, but if your goal of maximizing profit is this, where people are taking their money out of your subscription service, maybe rethink that. And if you are the sexy secret third thing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what is the sexy secret third thing? The sexy secret third thing is the person that kind of sees this wave coming where you still have time to take all of your eggs out of the basket and maybe put some somewhere else. Do that. I think I... You know what? You guys, don't do as I say. Do as I do. Catch what I'm doing. What have I done since the start of this podcast? Begged Vampire the Masquerade to give me a crumb. And baby, that's because I'm on the third wave. <laughs> I'm on the secret third thing so hard. I'm Vamp the future. Vampire the Masquerade is your, is your escape vessel? Yeah, and I'm getting on it. While everyone is distracted trying to fight Wizards of the Coast and Wizards of the Coast people are distracted trying to stop this, I am finding the hot, 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 hot opportunity that is being the face of the new <laughs> Vampire the Masquerade Renaissance. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, well, yeah, I'm I'm leaning I'm leaning on Pathfinder. That's the that's the system that are I you enjoy. stupid? Unite the podcast under one flag. We will be Vampire the Masquerade. <laughs> Shills. Oh man. Well, <laughs> to get that particularly bad taste out of our mouths before we get another bad taste so deep in there, um, <laughs> I actually wanted to start a new segment where we talk about our ideas for the future of tabletop games, right? Because the current state of tabletop games is whack right now, given all the OGL stuff and people fighting over whether Pathfinder is too hard to get into. Um, and I thought I made up my own game. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know how to play it and I don't know how to make it, but it's a good idea. And if it exists already, keep it to your motherfucking self because I was so excited that I came up with this, right? Okay. So it's a, hor it's a horror game, okay? It's like a horror game. And you play as um, a final girl that survived a horror movie. So you get to make up all her stats based on whatever kind of slasher killer that tried to get her before. And now you are like either maybe in a party with or competing against other girls that survived slashers. Does this sound like a book that I read? Yes. But also keep it to your fucking self. <laughs> I just think it would be slay. I think it would be cunty. Is there a way to make that? <laughs> um, I'm sure there is, and I'm sure somebody listening already has an idea of how to put that together. Yeah. Well, if somebody can do that, that would be really slay. I want to play. <laughs> you should get into game design yourself. God. <laughs> Imagine a game where I'm allowed to choose the stats. The stat is like slay. Oh, there is a slay stat, and there's a girl boss stat. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, we also we also have one other story to cover before we get on out of here. Yeah, we got a quick last second story in because <laughs> he doesn't support my dreams of making my tabletop game. I 
I said we could fi- help find you somebody to develop. I know. I just wanted you to be more excited. I am excited. Would you play with me? Sure. Okay. <laughs> sure. We'll do it on stream. It'll be. A, it'll be a. It'll be a Patreon reward. Yeah. We play <laughs> Joy's game. Oh, Imagine how cute. <laughs> All right. So we've got some word in from some news about Wormwood. Uh, for those unfamiliar with Wormwood, they are uh, they are a, a a game furniture making company. Um, they make like gaming tables that convert from like a regular dining room table to like a game table and that sort of thing. And there 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 have been some some questionable actions from Wormwood to say the least. Um, there, there were instances of, uh, I recall a commercial or something to that effect where, um, worm, I should just come out and say Wormwood stuff is, uh, a bit expensive. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's very much a luxury item to have in your house. And at some point, I believe one of the owners there made the joke of like, you know, if you're poor, just say that. <laughs> like if you can't afford their tables, something to that effect. Um, they have a they have a little bit of a uh, a reputation of being like very bro dude e, like very like crypto bro type. Ew. <laughs> yeah. Um, and there have been some notable. Uh, some notable uh, folks leaving the company uh, very recently. Uh, and they also laid off a, a chunk of their employees. Um, and the timing is a little bit funky with one of their Kickstarters that bombed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, there's the belief that that's one of the reasons why uh, a number of people were let go. Um However, one of the thing, one of the rumors about the space, and this is this is all alleged. Just say alleged. Allegedly. This is all alleged. Um, but they they're another one of those companies that got caught up doing NDAs for mm-hmm. employees that left, uh, and the rumor is that there are a number of those that were let go were women who wanted a safe work environment kind uh. of deal. Yeah. Uh, the CEO stepped down and it's just, it's, there's, there's a lot of hinky stuff happening over, uh, over at a uh, Wormwood that, you know, we just, we're going to keep allegedly, 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 we're going to keep our eye on it uh, to report it in full um, but if you've had any experience, come into my DMs. It's a safe space, <laughs> and I'm a woman who can fight. Um, I love to fight, and I will fight for you. Essentially, uh, you know, the, the part of the show is about finding and exposing bad actors. So if you if you have had any experience working, you're being too calm about this. Let me be honest. Oh let me God, be so, here we go. Let me be so fucking real with you guys. So part of the reason why I signed on to do this podcast, because let's be real, Noir is not my actual biological sibling. This is a bit. Um, <laughs> you stop confusing people. This is a bit. Um, I'm kidding. But seriously, my whole thing is Noir, he's so deep in this space. Like he does sponsored stuff. He has representation and like people who I guess he owes stuff to. I, on the other hand, am the vigilante of the TTRPG space. I'm the Batman, okay? 
I am mentally ill and definitely could help in better, nicer ways, but I chose to put on a back cowl and be fucking unhinged. <laughs> um, you can actually check. I have like testimonials. You can, in fact, hop into my DMs with a problem if you are too afraid, if maybe you are worried that this could, you know, hit back on you in the community. Don't worry. Because I don't owe nobody shit, and I got a big fucking mouth. <laughs> I be, I'm out here doing my best to collect checks. So, like, that's why I'm yeah, a little Yeah, he cautious. collects checks. I don't care. <laughs> because let's say the quiet part loud, all right? My space in the TTRVG community, and we're being so loose with that word community. <laughs> like, my part here is um, Paris Hilton. My job is to party, be hot, and say whatever I want because what consequence could it have? <laughs> what are you going to do? Not cast me in an actual play? Oh, wait. I don't fucking do those. <laughs> well, yeah, the, their their sit-stand desk Kickstarter was the one that bombed. Uh, a number of employees were let go around the time of that Kickstarter. Um Many of the ones let go, according to rumors, were women who wanted a safer work environment. There have been rumors about the Wormwood workshop not exactly being safe, allegedly. When you say safe, do you mean these people have allegedly been sexually harassed? Well, it, or it, is it like they're not passing OSHA? A, a, according to the rumors, it's allegedly. both. Allegedly. Okay, work. According to the rumors, allegedly, it's both. Um, again, there's they've had the reputation as very much a bro dude type company. Is this based in the U.S.? Yes. Hey guys, OSHA. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> um, yeah. So I mean, there there have been some things that have been publicly said by this company that has left a bad taste, like the commercial about if you can't afford one of our tables, you know. Or someone that just went on their website and saw their prices girl <laughs> yeah i mean they they also made a couple of jokes in the midst of the hate raids going on on twitch mm -hmm. they took that down uh fairly quickly okay it's just... can i ask a question about the ttrpg space because some of this shit like is so confusing <laughs> yes it's like it's a fucking table like other places sell tables right like, do you get clout or something if you have a word wormwood table? Well, yeah, yeah. Actually, having a having a wormwood table is kind of like a show of like drip, like it's swag. Like wormwood, if I recall correctly, are the ones that made the tables that Critical Role uses. So, like, they God got in. Fucking damn it! They Always got at in the scene the of the motherfucking <laughs> crime. Look who it is. <laughs> Always at the scene of the fucking crime. Well, for for what it's worth, it sounds like Critical Role has ended their relationship with Wormwood. Allegedly. Allegedly. According to these rumors. So, you know. I, is there I, another competing table brand that isn't shit that you can name off the top of your head real quick? Uh, I could name a couple. <laughs> uh, do it right now. I'm, I'm publicly throwing myself uh, in the ring behind them. Um... And if you uh, throw out your wormwood shit and get another one of these, or if you have one of these and you could prove it to me, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Come into my DMs. We can talk. <laughs> you know, well, okay, well, there's Project Ironside, which is a gaming table. It's three ninety nine. They had a Kickstarter going on for a while. I backed them. Uh, very excited about getting that table. 
um, Volunaire's workshop. Uh, he, he is uh, a mutual of mine on on uh, Twitter. Makes amazing stuff. Like there are companies that do make the same thing that Wormwood makes without the Wormwood price. But when you're buying a Wormwood product, you're buying the name. Okay. It's very much like if you're buying a Benz, sure, you could get Show me a picture of you throwing out your Wormwood product. (laughs) Nobody's going to do that. They could. um, Or show me a picture of your very nice not Wormwood product. And if you at me on Twitter, I'm retweeting it and I'm giving you a personalized compliment and saying I'm going to kiss you on the mouth. Like (laughs) You can't fucking say that. Yeah, like at this point, like I'm trying to reform this space so heavily. And like every time I wake up, I get a DM that's like, did you know someone did something atrocious? Did you know someone broke the Geneva Convention and we're all too scared to talk about it? Like, dude. Yeah, this well, this very much falls into one of those open secret type deals. Right. It's what this show exists to give people the heads up about. So like if you are in a relationship with Wormwood and things start to feel hanky, I just want you to know that you have my entire support, (laughs) right? You have our support. Be careful, be cautious, get your bag, but like protect yourself. This is, this is apparently one of those open secrets that a lot of people know about and not too many people are talking about because it is fucking wormwood. And And all of this is alleged. Of course it's alleged, but it's, you know, like, a, a lot of the reasons that big names, big brands, big companies get away with this stuff is because of the power that they hold. And, like, the name and the brand is so shiny that, like, you want to believe in the best of them if they offer you a deal. This show just exists so that if you do get that deal, that you go in informed that there are people in the community. Space. There are people in the space that are whispering, and now you know why. And can I be dead ass with y'all real Absolutely. quick? Absolutely. Like, you guys are playing tabletop games. Um, you could play it on any table. Did you know that? Any single fucking table. And just because you have a fancy table with, like, wood etchings or whatever the fuck, that's not going to make the game any better. If you're playing with a whack DM that says if you cast a spell four times on a Tuesday in front of the Denny's, the spell stays in front of the Denny's. <laughs> oh, fuck like, yourself. That, there's nothing wrong with that. No, that's dumb as fuck. And if you try to do that shit to me, I'm going <laughs> to. What if it's in the book? I'm going to start barking. I don't care. <laughs> God damn. I'm so glad that I'm planning on my first actual play being GM'd by somebody cool. Because like. <laughs> imagine like it's me on a stream and you're watching me on twitch and the gm says some stupid shit like oh you have to cast that spell eight times spin around and do a back bend like girl i will go woof 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 until they shut the fuck up god you damn you can't bark at your gm to woof, establish woof, dominance woof. shut the fuck up woof like ridiculous like this is what bothers me you know because i think in in the space as a whole i feel like so many people are trying to clout chase and thinking like proximity to greatness equals greatness and right. it doesn't if you're whack you're gonna be whack forever <laughs> until you fucking fix your shit a cool table and some shiny rocks aren't gonna make you cool or make your game good or make your shit interesting some of the most funny games i've ever played has been 
on a table that we spilled Coca-Cola on right before we started playing on it. <laughs> Shit. And you know what? Let's close up. We actually forgot one story, but I'm pissed, so we're just going to hammer through it because it'll make you even more pissed. Okay. Some fucking loser on Twitter oh, I know did a this. goddamn confession by accident. <laughs> Which is just the most stupid evil villain shit I've ever seen. Where they had the nerve to be like, I was playing in this game and I hated the way that the other people were playing. They were annoying me. One person was talking way too much. And so I decided, you know what? I'm going to trigger them on purpose. I have this I have this prepared game full of triggers that I always have ready. And so I just started doing that just to trigger my players. But they didn't even pull a red card. Like, none of them, like, X'd out. So then I had to finish the game. And it was so fucked up. Yeah, that's right. This person admitted to purposely triggering a table full of people because they couldn't be a grown up and say, oh, I actually don't want to play with you guys anymore. Yeah, I, I cannot stress enough that if you find yourself at a table that you do not enjoy being at, the only co- correct course of action is to, as like as maturely as possible, talk to the GM and let them know, thank you very much for having me at your table. I, I This experience is not matching what I was hoping for. Everybody have a great game, but I'm going to find something else to play. And this person was the GM, though. Then they have even more of a responsibility of going, you know what? This isn't exactly what I saw for a game that I would be running. Uh, I'm, I'm going to end the game. Thank you all for being willing to play with me. Um, I hope you all find a GM that more fits what you come to expect. Uh, but I'm going to play elsewhere. Like it's, it's so not easy. that fucking hard. It is so easy. And I'm going to be dead ass with you guys right now. Like, dear brother, describe such a polite and formal way of doing it. But as someone that is physically very small and I was raised femme so i have that conditioning in society let me tell you i know it's hard to overcome it but sometimes if you are uncomfortable or you feel unsafe and the situation is your safety over someone else's comfort you don't even have to do the formal shit say out loud i don't feel safe here i don't feel comfortable i'm going to go get up and leave like at some point if it's you or them choose you every time and leave yeah That shit is so annoying. I cannot imagine, like, not wanting to play the game. Literally, it's a kid in a sandbox going, I don't like the game we chose to play, and kicking sand in everybody's eyes? Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? Don't be be that dickhead. Don't be that dickhead. Like, oh, my God. How hard is it to be a (laughs) grown-up? You know, from my experience in this hobby, some people find it extraordinarily difficult. Yeah, and you know what? People are always like, oh, my God, Joy, like, I understand that your whole thing is that you don't play, but, like, why don't you? You should give it a try. It's because freaks like that exist. Are you fucking kidding me? The idea that, like, (laughs) the idea that I could be playing a completely normal game and some weirdo is like, remember the death of your mother? What is your problem? (laughs) Especially if that were not agreed to. Like, if you said yeah. specifically. Like, if you consent to stuff, things between two consenting or three or however many you played with, consenting adults, you know, diving into darker themes, that's fine as long as everybody consented and their safety 
procedures in place. But one guy going Rambo because he's not having a good time. Oh, that he was lucky it was them, not me. And that's all I got to say. <laughs> um, there are two more things that I want to talk about. Then we can go ahead and get, get on out of here. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, Velma. The show. It was bad. It's it's bad. Thanks for coming. <laughs> uh, there's there's uh, a gathering of people on uh, TikTok uh, who are just not a fan of the representation that we're getting from this new Scooby Doo. Listen, when it comes to media like that on streaming services, where every time you look at it or engage with it it tells studios that people are looking at it and engaging with it. I literally pretend it doesn't exist. I think the one tweet I made about the Velma situation was, I don't even know if I, yeah, I mentioned it by name, but it was more to be funny because you're telling me that someone got the chance to make an adult reboot of Scooby-Doo and they didn't make them a polyamorous crime solving <laughs> group. Are you fucking kidding? <laughs> I well, it's seen, Mindy Kaylee. I know, like, let's focus on the big thing here. Fred and, Sco <laughs> and Jackie could have kissed <laughs> okay and I, and I didn't get that <laughs> well i think I so think i'm the loser here <laughs> the yeah. real victim of all of this is me <laughs> i will i think i think we got down to the do to you the know heart how many issue. fred and velma fanfics exist not enough <laughs> fred and Vel Ugh. what do you mean ew i mean ew why there was a part in the Scooby-Doo live action movie where Fred turns to her and he goes, nerdy chicks like you turn me on too. And I have thought about that, I think, every day since I saw it. I hate this. We deserved, we deserved this and I it didn't happen. regret bringing this topic. To, to You shouldn't have. I don't know why you did that. Because <laughs> my thoughts were never going to be like normal. All right. And here's how, I would, uh, here's how I would like to end Dungeons and Dragons. How uh, going forward? Oh, now you're trying to you, you're trying to instate a segment. Yes, I am. Okay. Uh, I I think we should read a "Am I the Asshole," and then uh, vote, and then we can get on uh, out of here. I think we can call that a podcast. Well done. Really? That's what we're gonna do? Yeah. Why what not? does that have to do with our theme of tabletops and stuff? Well, it's about it's the accountability part. Okay, fine. Okay. Wait, wait, wait! But first, we have to do my segment. Okay, what's your segment? Where we mention somebody we think we should bring on the podcast every time yeah because i know i learned so many new people every okay week. okay who's the new person who, 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 who anita weeb we anita was on the last podcast anita didn't have a mic though i don't have a third mic and whose fault is that not mine so i have to buy a third mic yes because i want anita on the podcast oh. anita is so cool and they are really good at hosting i really like their show critical misses it, it's on that channel it's called morning ritual it's kind of like my show evening incantation it's super good <laughs> anita's super good okay. anita is so cool mm -hmm. at like holding the like the space accountable for all the things they do in it and also fun fact i use all pronouns right and i tell people this but because i'm accommodating because i was a middle child i always say like because i present femme i understand if you use just she her that's easier right and i said the whole spiel to anita and anita is the only person who ever used he him for me anyway <sighs> anita is so cool because of them now i actually advocate for the pronouns i want to hear so we need anita on the podcast so i can finally have someone else cool on the show wow all that to drag me at the end? 
Really? Because you took a deep sigh in the middle of me talking. I got my feelings hurt. <laughs> I'm talking about how your partner is cool and that's what you do. I was I was looking up another topic for us. No, but you said we we're going to end it after Am I the A-hole. Okay. Well, I mean, still for next week. Fine. Fine. Having a sibling is so hard, you guys. Fuck you. All right. <laughs> so here's the Am I the Asshole. I'm gonna oh, read you're not going to talk about someone you want to bring? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Um, well we've got Linda booked. Yeah. Um well we gotta we gotta find a date. Yeah. For when we're gonna do that one. Okay. Uh Kappa Chris, Werewolf Feels, definitely want them on. Uh-huh. Uh it's the Riddler. I always want I always want to talk to uh to D. The podcast person? What? The podcast you went on, the Secret Nerd podcast? No, well, I'm, I'm, I definitely want him on. Okay, that's all, that's all I was asking. Okay, well, is is that what you were trying to get to? No, goddamn, I just I can't be helpful. Well, I was trying. Well, I was in the middle of thinking, and oh, then like, you put thoughts in my head. I was just trying to suggest. Like, all right, <laughs> now the asshole. You start crying. <laughs> I I saw it coming. I had to stop bullied. it before you got there. <clears throat> Am I the asshole for not driving my wife to our son's wedding since I'm not invited? Mm -hmm. My son had his wedding days ago. We had some past issues that affected our relationship. No, we're not on speaking terms after he decided to sell his grandfather's home, my wife's mother, a grandmother's home, my wife's mother, instead of keeping it. He sent his mom an invitation, but didn't include me. I was fine with that. Didn't try to fight back or anything. But however, I refused to drive my wife to the wedding. She's disabled and cannot drive, and we live three hours away. I said that since I'm not invited to the wedding, nor am I t taking part in it, then I shouldn't have to drive uh, drive there. My wife told me I was being unreasonable and that I was punishing her for our son's decision, but I told her it was on her to make travel arrangements since she's an adult, or he could have provided proper means of transportation for her and not assume I'd go there when I'm not welcome. Uh, we had an argument, and she ended up take, uh, being taken by my brother. She refused to speak to me upon her return, and my brother said I was in the wrong for letting her fend for herself when me and my car were available. Am I the asshole? So, Joy, yeah. do you think... Yeah, what? I was answering. You said my name. Oh, yeah. Is <laughs> this person the asshole? Yeah. Um, I think, obviously, this guy can't compartmentalize his, like, emotions... Um, and he's taking it out on his wife, which I think is really cruel because at the end of the day, that's what this is about. He's mad at his son, not his wife. His wife didn't do anything. Um, and that's kind of the core of the issue. She didn't do anything. He knows that she depends on him for like assistance driving because she physically cannot do that. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, and it's no wonder that his son doesn't talk to him, that he does stuff like this. Yeah. But also I would like to bring up the fact that the house that the son sold was this guy's wife's mom's house. Yeah. So this has nothing to even do with his side of the family, right. anything to do with him. Mm -hmm. And if his wife isn't upset, I have no idea why he is. Yeah. That's what I was. That's what I kind of lasered on to as well. I think, I think, even from this guy's perspective, the way he's presenting it, he's still very much the asshole. Yeah. Um, it, if the son inherited the house, it's his his to house. Do yeah. Whatever he wants with it. Um, and the fact that this guy can't see past his own bullshit to drive his disabled wife to, uh, to her son's wedding, 
I think that says a lot about his character. I, I think yeah. he's trying to punish. He was definitely trying to make it so that his wife couldn't go to the wedding because he couldn't go to the wedding. Um, and I think he, he had it right the first time. I think he's trying to punish the son, too. Oh, yeah. You know, he wanted the son to have to deal with the fact that neither of his parents could go because he also underestimated the fact that, you know, his wife could find her own transportation, even if he was going to be a dick and make it difficult. Like, that is so fucking unhinged to me. Yeah, so I, I think we all collectively agree. He is the asshole. He is the asshole. <laughs> <laughs> um, is there anybody you'd like to put a spotlight on in the in the space that has made the space a little bit more welcoming to you? Anita. Of course. <laughs> of course. Um, Let's see. Like, tons of people. Anyone that has ever damaged me, all the people in my Discord... Because fun fact, guys, I have a Discord. We s- everybody sends cat pics in there. It's so lit. <laughs> I'll post. I'll post the link on my Twitter. You can join if you want. Um, let me check my DMs. <laughs> Not take See, forever. It's at, just a podcast. I hope that you break your elbow. Anyway, <laughs> at Chaos OS <laughs> underscore fifty nine is super cool. Mm-hmm. He is always explaining things to me when I'm confused. Uh, and I'm confused a lot because of the things of this community. Um, <laughs> CEO of journalism, Linda Codega, an icon. CEO of journalism. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I do have to say, Linda had the most baller Twitter post this week where it was something to the effect of the first time that they applied for like a journalism job in TTRP, TTRPG. Uh, they didn't get it because they did not have enough investigative experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the tweet was, I took that personally. <laughs> <Literally>. <laughs> and I was like, okay, Linda. All right, we see you. Linda is on X Games mode. Um, at AEDG Hive Queen. Um, they are also, she's also super cool. Um, they're a TTRPG writer, player, and podcaster. I really like her. Um... But yeah, no, everyone is super cool. And also, I forgot to mention this, but we did an podcast episode about like those freaks that made the dice using the, <laughs> the Nazi uh, war machine. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got a lot of Jewish TTRPG fans in my um, DMs talking to me about it, um, expressing their thoughts about it. Uh, and it was just a meeting of the minds. And I would like to thank every single one of you guys that DM'd me to further discuss that situation because they liked my opinion. Um, I need you all to know it's me and you. <laughs> it's me and you against the world, you guys. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, yeah. And I, I, of course, I want to put a, a spotlight on uh, the stream punks, Eric Campbell, Sam DeLev, uh, 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 <laughs> yeah, take all the time you want. It's only a podcast. Oh, uh, go fuck yourself. Uh, 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 Girl, you let it go. It wasn't meant to be. Eliza, Eliza, Eliza. Girl, the Eliza, Eliza Pearl. I always fuck that up because I my instinct is to say Eliza, but it's Eliza. Man, and of course to all the auxiliary crew uh, who help stream punks uh, do everything that they do. Uh, uh, AJ, Who's Your Kid, D, uh, Darby, and uh, just just all of my Kingsguard family. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's it. I right. think that's I think that's an episode. Uh, okay, what are your socials and what do you want to leave the people with? 
Uh, you can find me all over the place as the Noir Nigla. That's Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram. Uh, you can find me every Friday over on Gen Con TV on Twitch for Table Takes, where I report more TTRPG news. You can find me every Saturday morning on Critical Misses, uh, where we have our morning show, Morning Ritual, with my partner, Anita, or Panita. Uh, our guest this week is... Babe, who's our guest this week? Sarah Moore from Jinkot. <laughs> from Jinkot as well. Uh, and, of course, you can find me every... Monday over on uh, uh, Q Times, where we're finishing up Beacon, our alien, uh, our alien RPG, uh, and we'll be starting Clear Skies Perseverance, our Star Trek actual play soon. Where can everybody find you? Okay, cool. I'm on Twitter at Broke Woke Choke, Instagram at Suddenly at Peace. Um, I'll take your time, girl. I'm gonna just because you said that we're milking it and then I want to let you guys know I'm open for bookings now I can make appearances on your podcasts on your actual plays I can really spice it up I bring absolutely nothing to the table practically but I think it would be fun to have me um so yeah see you guys next week I I love that we got through a whole episode and we didn't even talk about the fact that uh the Congre- the House member in New York, George Santos, uh, is allegedly. Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit! Oh shit! I but that's to- the episode, no, 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 no. everybody. No, we have to talk about the House and how they wouldn't let um, the Speaker of the House be voted on. Fuck! Uh, it's too late. My political science degree. I'm wasting it. Fuck! <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Where's the off button? Oh, here it is.